Fadies, I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 2, Episode 15 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for checking us out, thanks for reviewing us on Facebook, iTunes, and other places, and thanks for telling your friends about us. And as always, a huge thank you goes out to our wicked Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyseth, and Cy J. Hodgkins. Without you, this literally would not be happening, so a sincere thank you. Last week, as well as releasing episode 14, we also made a special announcement. In case you missed it, we have a live show coming up in Wellington, New Zealand. It's at Courtney Creative, in brackets, the same place where Weta hosted Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, ooh la la, close brackets, on Monday the 4th of March. There's going to be costumes, silliness, and special guests. If you're in or near Wellington, get tickets before you miss out. They're actually selling pretty well. I'm quite stoked. Right, the recap. Here we go. Last time, the Apple Squadeth and Fadan ventured deep into the Kerim Mines where they encountered minecarts, a giant crevice, a turntable, and a couple of hostile ogres. Fadan is getting prepared for his long-awaited return to Kerim, but what will he find if he ever gets there? I'm the hit points police. I expended... Hey, where'd they go? I expended two. I decided that I did not spend any. You didn't need to. I'd um I'd taken six damage from the cart. <laughs> so let's go. So so far in this mine, Fadan, you've taken two carts to the face. <laughs> Oh, we've been recording for like a minute and 20 already. That's good quant- good content, though. <laughs> it's good content. That's good content. That's some good content. All right. Go. <clears throat> right, this is chapter two, episode 15 of The Fate. These aren't, oh, ice- these aren't episodes, though, are they? <laughs> I was this totally is, waiting this for This is it. Graham and Larry 3. Pardon? Oh. Isn't this Graham and Larry three? Nah, we're gonna knock out a, 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 another oh, quick Tyson. One, one like a oh, quickie, like mate. a forty minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, we do have to tell everybody listening right now that Wellington is in the middle of the hottest temperatures it's ever had. Like this is true. Oliver is yeah, absolutely. Um, Oliver is sitting smashing 156 us. year records exactly wow. and Oliver's not even in Wellington he's up north which is hotter than which that. is yeah. hotter than us and I'm sitting here with a fan actually fanning myself like some sort of old school person like ugh <laughs> oh. it's 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 so great that it's this hot in Wellington I'm trying not to bag it because it's never this hot um okay cool I don't so, know if um if I'm... All right, no, fuck it, let's party. All right. <laughs> right, so, uh, quick recap. You were all in the mines of Kerim. Moria. They were mines of Moria, Kerim. Kerim <laughs> um, Moria. And being led by Fadan, who knows his way around because he's good at rolling dice. <laughs> but has no idea where he's heading right now. Um, you you all crossed a uh, crevasse. Um, some of you in a cart, one of you not in a cart, <laughs> one of you airborne. Um, uh, you found a mechanism that uh, moved around a bit, solved a puzzle very quickly, and then Banfor and Trestlespoon fought some ogres down a tunnel. Marley sent Fadan flying down that tunnel. <laughs> I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And we will begin this um, episode with... Fadan in a minecart, flying towards he doesn't know what. Um, Fadan, He's going to attempt to um, repeatedly, lightly um, apply the brakes because applying them all at once is probably going to lead to disaster. Okay, roll me just a straight up d20 to see how successfully you do that. Um, oh, that's a bit cocked. Went off the table. Yeah, now there's a giant beetle in here. Fun. Um, he rolled a four. Okay, you do not do that successfully at all. Um, you're trying to do it gingerly, and then it hits sort of like a bump in the tracks, and you just like fully break. 
um, and you fly out of the cart as it grinds to a halt. Um, and I won't bother giving you damage. You've taken enough. That, that beetle wants you to die, bro. Get, um, that, get that beetle out of your dice like, tray. <laughs> you, like, duck and roll in the in the tracks and dirt, and you get all mussed up. Um, but you do notice that you've hit the end of the line anyway, like you're a few feet away from, like, a buffer pad where the um, thing would have stopped. Oh, that would have been awesome. You could have done one of those Wily e. Coyote, like, full stop moments, you know, where your cheek gets flattened. Um, and there is a treasure in front of you. I can't justify it for story reasons, but it's there. I had this randomly generated as a reward for you. Huh. Badam's gonna sort of lie there, look at the treasure, look back at the ceiling of the tunnel, look back at the treasure, back at the ceiling of the tunnel, and eventually sigh and sort of get up gingerly and slowly and painfully. And many, hobble over to what he's found in this tunnel. How many feet away is he? Uh, like, from like Marley. Oh, from Marley, uh, very far away. Yeah, cool. He probably can't hear me and my listen. Uh, maybe down the tunnel, he could hear you <laughs> echoing. <laughs> um, cool. So I don't know if anyone wants to write this down, or I can just send it to you later. Um, in your treasure, there is a uh, twenty-two hundred copper. Not that you would know this without sitting there and counting it, like Evan is a Scrooge. <laughs> Hmm. Um, 1700 silver 90 gold um, a carved wooden staff with a skull adornment uh, a small silver mirror pewter earrings a silk choker trimmed with ermine fine cloth gown and a pewter rapier Fidan's mm-hmm. going to sort of take a look at some of the stuff, shove various parts into um, his backpack and just tie other parts together uh, like the rapier and the staff with a uh, rope um, wrap the gown around them um, sort of go back over to inspect the cart, see if he's going to be able to shove it back the way he came Okay, uh, cool. While that is happening, Marley <laughs> catches up to Banfor and Trestlespoon after the yoga fight. Did you see Fanan come through here? Was Possibly. Gonna... I saw a lot of things. Oh. Oh, well done, boys. There was like a moving sound. It was, it was... Yeah, I may have cast Thunderwave on the cart and sent it kind of flying through. I better go see if he's alright. But well done. With Thogas! And I'm like, still running. It's the, it's the other way! <laughs> no, it's not. You can only go one way. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so. Um, while she goes down that tunnel, do you guys do anything? Or do you just stay at the ogre fight? I check the ogre's pockets. Uh, Banfor takes himself a nice long rest and <laughs> spends some hit dice. Uh, how do you I do a that again? Short rest. Oh. Okay, so an hour. Oh, okay, just, nice. Just edit it up. I forgot uh, the boxes in and then oof, like, that's rough. Nine. Nine total. Mm. No. Out of how many did you spend? Three. Dice. Oh. Yeah. To get nine back, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, three D12s. Uh, one or two and a six. Five. Oh, six is good. Crikey. Um, okay. Good, 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 good. That's all right. Uh, I really should have stopped. Um, as, as Molly's running off down the corridor going, I'll, I'll heal you when I, when I get back! Um, okay, so Banfor uh, is just going to be sitting down for an hour for that to happen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Marley, uh, you find Fidan at the end of this tunnel. Um, is he pushing the cart he's, towards he's me? Filling, he's filling the cart with treasure. Okay. He's not pushing the cart towards me already so I don't get run over by a cart? He's about to. <laughs> you find him, like, positioning himself about to push the cart. And I'm still going, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I'll live for now. Um, do, you, do you need me to, you... like, heal at all? Or are you good? He's got like a neck brace on and he's like, you'll hear from my lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll 
no, no, it's fine. Can can you help me push the cart with your hands? Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a better move. <laughs> good, good. Cool. Uh, um, you go, you we're going to we're tackle pushing this up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just you. I'm just like, oh, what'd you find? And I we just have a conversation about what he found and yep, while we're pushing the cart. Push the cart yeah. Yep. So, so did Fair you enough. do anything in this meantime, or do you stick to Banfor? I searched the ogre's pockets. They had nothing in their pockets. All they have on them is like a loincloth. They've got some like leather gauntlets on their hands, uh-huh. um, which would probably fit around your waist. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they have like um, spiked wooden clubs. Spiked wooden clubs. Those yeah. would be too big for yeah, me. Yeah, they are bigger than you. They are bigger than me. Well, one of them has two, right? Because the other one oh, would yeah. throw it. <laughs> one has one in its hand and another one near it. <laughs> another one embedded in its hand. <laughs> uh, no, I guess I just uh, sit down and also take a short rest. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Um, cool. So, yeah. Fadan and Marley rejoin you guys as you're resting. An hour goes by. Um, can I can I heal Banff just in case? Yep. Um, ask him how he's feeling. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> ask him how he's feeling, and as I ask him how he's feeling, I kind of tap him on the shoulder and automatically heal him a little bit. Um, for one. <sighs> Fourteen. I'm like not sure what we're gonna find, so I'm like I don't want to spend all of my spells. I heal you for fourteen, Bamf. Yay! Cool. So your your short rest ends, um, and you decide to get back on your way. Yeah. Yeah. We head yeah back. head back towards the turntable. Yeah. Okay. I get back in the car. So you guys take the cart back to the turntable. Yeah. Um, cool, you are now in that like cavernous room with the turntable where the tracks meet. And I'm like, right, I got it. And I leap out of the car. And, and it's on the wave again. <laughs> I, I go, I go, down, up, down. And I imagine we're already on the middle this time. We're yep. like smarter this time. Yep. And then it turns with us on it. And it's like pointing the right way already. Yep. And then I'm like, hey guys, shall I thunder wave us this time? But like while in the cart? Fadan's going to duck down into the cart, sort of huddled up in the corner of it. Everybody in? Is Banfor riding in the cart? Uh, Banfor is in the cart. He's pooped. Cool. <laughs> you, in the, you in the cart, Tress? Uh, yeah, Trestlespoon's raised his arms in the air. And okay. He's ready to go. All um, right, so I point at the ground kind of behind the cart, and I'm trying to like judge like the right kind of angle so we don't launch off the tracks. <laughs> Um, and I cast Thunderwave and send us. Cool. Are you expending spell slots? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Oliver, just for clarification, when you said um, Banfor's pooped, did you mean Banfor is pooped, like he's tied, or Banfor has pooped? <laughs> oh, just uh, both. He's just, he's just so tired that he's just in a swill of his own creation in the base of the, the base of the cart. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So like, Fadan's regretting the uh, location he decided to curl up in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's that smell? Um, the cart is yeah, rocketing yeah, off again. This cart is barreling down the corridor. Anyone who is like keeping a lookout or watching anything go by um, would see like a couple of like tunnels, offshoots, and stuff going past at at speed. Um, and then you come um, past. Uh, like a, a, another like sort of clearing where the track has like a bit of um, the bit like uh, the track curls around and the corridor widens slightly on either side so like someone could theoretically be standing beside the track in this point sure and you do in fact see there is a single ogre standing there um, but this one looks a little bit different he, he's not armed and he sort of has like a hand up and he's yelling something and waving his hands at you as you approach Okay. The humans can't see this. It's an ogre. I don't speak ogre. Ogres speak common, you've learned. Okay. Um, can I can I hear him? Can you do an anti thunderwave? I, I no, I see I see the ogre and I see what he's trying to say and I message him the cantrip yep. message. What? And it briefly looks confused and then it yells in common, Wait, wait, stop, wait And I'm like, Ah Fidan, wait, Allah, break! 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 I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the brake because I was told to. 
Yeah, uh, and hope that uh, it goes better this time. Yeah, roll a 20 this time. <laughs> over, a, over a 15, it's a good break. Um, 10 to 15, it's successful but not great. 14. Okay, it's successful but not great. You come to a stop, but it's like a lurching stop and everyone gets whiplash. <laughs> Do we take damage from that? Uh, no, but you're like a bit like, oh, fuck. I'm like, <laughs> um, sorry, and I said out loud this time to the ogre. What? What? Why? Um, cool. So the ogre is standing before you, uh, and yeah, he's still got his hands up because he's just been yelling like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you can see now that you've stopped that he's quite injured. Like he's bleeding from like a gash down his side. Um, and like, it looks like he's putting all of his weight on one leg. So, um, he doesn't want to put weight on the other, presumably. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says, please, I have to warn you. My, my brothers, that, that you're venturing into something you, you don't, uh, and he's like, it's, it's hurting him to speak. You, you could, you'd tell us, um, please, uh, hundreds of, of us, uh, the town, it won't survive, nor will you. <coughs> uh, Molly is like. The trying to like move the cart <laughs> like where are we are we like in the corner or like are you're, we close like, to him or you're, yeah you're basically next to him oh okay cool so. then that's fine <laughs> um she reaches out and she touches him and she casts a little bit of cure wounds fuck it why not it's like my last first level spell okay okay so uh, yeah uh, no, don't worry about it you, yeah you make him feel like like I just want to get him to I just I'm just sorry I'm, I'm like sorry like what <laughs> what are you talking about but as I do that I cure him up a little bit enough yeah. to give me information I um <clears throat> thank you uh, I, I traveled uh, my, my brothers were part of a raiding party to destroy the town of, of Karim the human town but I went ahead to warn them on my way back, I was ambushed by my own, and gestures to his beaten body. He's like, they did this, left me for dead. Molly looks concerned at Fadan and is like, did, have you heard anything about this? When were you attacked? Uh, it's hard to say exactly, but within the last half a day or so. Well, how, how far down were you? Have they made it to the surface? I was on my way back from the surface. It's it's just a few bends away from here. I did I didn't get far. Um, Fadan's going to jump out of looking, the car and start running, looking very closely at his axe, and then at the ogre, and then the axe, and then the ogre, and then at Marley. I'm going to see if the Marley ogre is... noticed that. He did. He looks nervously and like takes a step back, which, but he can't go far, so he's like backed up against a wall. Mali is way more concerned about Fadan, who's just about to run out of what seems to be a giant ogre trap. Fadan, wait! Uh, but is not leaving, is like looking at Tress and, and Banfor being like, what, what, what do we do? Fadan's got up to the bend, but he's kind of looking back because he heard someone shout, wait, so he's kind of antsy at the edge of the corner, being like, should I keep on running? But what's going on back here? Should I keep on running? It, 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 could, it could be a, a trick. It could be a trap. Um, the ogre turns to Trestlespoon and just says, uh, and you, you um, get the impression he didn't notice that there was a gnome with you until just now. Um... And he said, oh, oh, a, a, a gnome. Did you escape? What? How, how do you mean? Well, were you not captive under the mountain with the others? No, I'm, I'm, lo I'm looking for my brother, dear Squaffle Squad. Have you heard his sweet name? I know. <laughs> I know Squaffle Squad. He's one of the good ones. Well, they're all the good ones, I suppose. Are they bad ones? A few. One... Uh, a long time ago, uh, Levisius, mean prick. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Ma um, Mali is busy messaging Fadan, going, it's probably a trap. Wait, this ogre is giving us more information. We need to know. I'm not yelling it at you, I'm messaging it to you. 
Mr. Ogo, why did you abandon your your own your own kind? Um, at Mr. Ogre says, "Oh, oh, rude, so rude of me, uh, Grafflet," and he puts out like a big meaty ogre hand towards you. I shake it. Uh, is is Mr. Ogre your father? <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent jest. Thank you. Uh, my race doesn't really have fathers. Oh, not ones that stick around anyway. <laughs> oh. Um, Marley is almost rolling her eyes, even though she's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Trestle Spoon and the ogre descend into a mild, awkward silence for about six seconds. We. Padan's gonna wander back to the cart, light a torch, and attach it to the wee sconce on the cart. Yeah. We are obviously looking for Trestle's brother, Squathel Squad. Um, I mean, Numb's under the mountain trapped I mean that's not how it should be that's exactly right it's it's been too wrong for too long <laughs> <laughs> that rhyme was fun and disgusting <laughs> disgusting um, that was me laughing not Shrethel Spoon it's very serious <laughs> serious um <laughs> yes, I wish to clarify that. It's been what? It's, it's been, been... De- definitely Jules laughing her ass off, just then, not Marley. <laughs> Would you like to rephrase, dear Ogre? It's a cruelty to, that has been done to the gnomes has, has been allowed for far too long. But we want to stop it. We're the Apple Squad. If we can take down a fire giant... You we took down take... a fire giant? We, we did. When? Um... Panfor gives everyone a meaningful look and says, We. We. And then did. he holds up. Then he holds up the tooth. The uh, Graflet, the ogre, sort of looks at it in almost like reverence, of like you're holding up like part of a god, sort of thing. Like, but, but uh, how? It's, it's not possible. Well, we did it only a day or so ago. I mean, time is really hard to tell down in these mines. We've been down here a while. Probably been about like half a day, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're quite easy to pull out because of your quite bad tooth decay. So it's not too difficult. I don't think they mean the tooth tress. Oh, the... I think uh, they mean the slaughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) You're usually on the roof. I'm always on the roof. (laughs) Marley is actually petting him. (laughs) Surely you must be incredibly powerful warriors to be able to pull off such a feat. I, I, I would tend to say lucky. Therefore, uh, <laughs> um, his hand extends from the uh, cart and just goes, eh, and does the <laughs> flappy sideways hand of like, not really. But we are not up to facing a horde of ogres right now. All of us need a rest before we can go on any further. Mm. Well, the town of Kerim, I'm afraid it may be lost. It may not be a good place for a rest. Do you have a place? Oh, I was on my way back to to my home and under the mountain with, with the giants. Yeah, it's probably not great either. Probably not too welcome there, are we? I mean, for a for a ogre traitor. Well, my brothers who are currently in the town of Kerim, they know I'm a traitor. The rest may not. Do you really want to risk that? This is risky biscuits. And Marley's like, like, do you really want to risk that, buddy? Or would you rather come with us and lead us some sort of legitimacy as we try and stop this from happening? Is this the old stormtroopers? Like yeah. Luke Skywalker dressing up as a stormtrooper? These are not the giants <laughs> you're looking for. I want to roll persuasion. You want to persuade Graflet to come with you? To, 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 to try and... No, just to try and outskirts us. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he can pretend like he's taken us prisoner or something, you know, to kind of make sure that okay. we can... Bear in mind that the, the ogres that are in Kerim know he's a traitor. No, I know. So not in Kerim, no, but like maybe... the other way. Yeah, like maybe just out of Kerim. Like, I know we're going to surface in Kerim, but can we get out of town just outside and hide for a bit? I don't know. I haven't drawn the map for Kerim. Okay. Well, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to persuade him to do. And he would know if it was possible because okay. he's been up there. So he would be able to tell me that, right? Roll of a Swayzione. He's very excited. It's going to be good. That's a fucking nat 20. Did you see that shit? That is a nat 20. Plus my persuasion of 11. Bitch. 
Give me this. Uh, that's not good enough. You needed to roll a net 30. <laughs> you make a very persuasive argument. <laughs> um, yes, I, I will accompany you uh, and do whatever I can to help. Excellent. All right, Tris. Let's go have a nap. You're on point to get us out of the tunnel. Let's go have a nap. It's nap time. You're on point to get us out of this tunnel to get us somewhere safe for us to have a nap. Yo, Trestlespoon's running, running down the tunnel with his blue shoes. Towards the exit. Towards the exit. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, Fadan's going to pipe up and just say, um, Mali, Fadan is not some plains town. It's a town of miners. This is a town of people who can swing a hammer and knock a knock an orc for six what do you mean six it's a it's a cricket town yeah this is a town of people with with fire these is this is a town of miners this is a town if, that is apparently been anyone's taken gonna over. resist a a group of ogres coming in then Karim's probably it and we need to go and find out right away if if they're under siege. We need to do this in a sneaky kind of way. We can't just Airport go barreling starts. in there or we'll get ourselves killed. Trestlespoon calls from the exit of the cave uh, and says that the coast is clear. Okay, so evidently, um, Trestlespoon made it to the end of the mines and is standing in uh, late night. Um, so it's dark outside. Don't use your boots. I put away. Use your boots. You know, wear them, but don't climb. Oh. Don't activate them. Yeah, don't activate um, them. So yeah, he's standing in the, the cool night air outside. Um, Trestlespoon is standing vertically yeah. on a tree, and his boots are glowing. And <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, the way the, the mines for Kerem are, the entrance is basically, is at the base of the um, the mountains, of the Great Brugian Mountains, and um, it actually, you from there, you look like down a hill onto the town of Kerem. So Trestlespoon has this view of the town from above and you can see it is indeed under attack from like a lot of figures moving in the dark. Okay. Do you tell us that? Yes, I call out. The the, the, the town's under... We need to act quickly if we're going to help these people. Cool. I'm already running. And I'm yanking... What was his name? Graflet. Graflet in tow with me. Uh, the M4 is following on Giddy. <laughs> this is far from a rest. <laughs> we need to find somewhere safe. They'll be looking for us in the mines. Um, okay. Fadan's going to take off towards Karim. This is Fadan's hometown, so mm. I guess he's on point now that we're in, in Karim, basically. Fadan, we need to rest. We can't just go running in there. Look, we might have left everybody behind to bleed out in the last town, but this is my home. I need to... I need to save these people. We can't do anything the way that they are. I mean, I don't have any spell slots left. Fadan's, um... gonna say, at least... We, we at least need to see what's going on. I, I need to see if they're trying to take over, or if they're just gonna kill everyone. I agree. Okay. I, I can... Seconded. <laughs> I can offer some insight there. They're definitely trying to kill everyone. I'm not who, sure if who, I agree. Who's the leader? Uh, of what? The, the ogre <coughs> infestation. Uh, ask, asking the ogre. Yeah, that, the ogre infestation, I'm assuming. Uh, probably Philtech is, is the one of the generals of, of our squadron. Would, would you know him if you could see him from a distance? In the dark, I, do, I, I don't know. Um, do, do ogres already have dark vision? Or would Fadan know if ogres have dark vision? Uh, roll an H check. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that is a. Which way up does that go? Uh, that is a 19. Yeah, you know that All up. have dark vision. Alright, so I won't um, try to enhance anything pointlessly. Um, I'll say, alright, we'll, we'll just get the best vantage we can without being seen and, and try to pick him out and then 
I don't I don't want to go through 30 ogres on the way to the leader to drive them out. We, we need to see who's in charge and cut them off at the head. Okay, just steer clear of the hellhounds. Okay, so Marley... There's hellhounds? Well, there's hellhounds with all of these fuckers so far. Um, the dots swear copiously as we go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steer, uh, steer clear of the 600 fire giants. Yeah. Uh, Marley is is making Trestle like like making Trestle lead the way so that he's like sneaking around corners and stuff and telling us if it's alright. And finding a close enough vantage point, like somewhere where it's like hundred and twenty feet away from the action but high above maybe. Okay, yeah, so you, that guys, we can you, guys see... quite, you guys are already quite high above the action. Yeah, but like closer so we can see faces or like identifying features. Yeah, I don't know if you'd be able to do that. Okay. At night time especially. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm like... Okay, so we're standing there and we're trying to see things and I'm like, Fadan, this is pointless at night time. Tell us somewhere we can sleep safely and we'll do this in the morning. <laughs> After everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I... Can, can I see if they're, like, like, if people are escaping or if there's anyone that yeah. we can help get out? Uh, yep, Fidan, I have a mechanics question for you and your spells. Lehman's tiny hut, how how was the, how big is the biggest it can be? Uh, like 10 feet across. Okay, so it it's tiny. Squeeze in, squeeze in, like, you guys and that's pretty much it. I it's imagine so. Hut. Yeah, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys can try and stealth your way around the town to look for survivors if you want. Or we can have a skills challenge if you like. Marley wouldn't be going in there if she can see shit happening, because there's no way Marley's coming out of there alive. Yeah, all you can see is ogre bodies and what's possibly hellhounds, maybe even grimlocks as well. Just like lots of bodies moving around doing damage. You don't see anyone running and screaming. Presumably everyone's hiding. Trestle spins um, scurries forward to near the uh, the entrance to the village. Fadan's going to cast invisibility on himself and sort of head in to try to figure out where, if anyone had congregated in Karim, where they would have done it. If it's like at the inn or at the town hall. Okay, cool. I'll just get you to roll an investigation check just to see how your search goes. You are, you, cool. you go undetected. Ogres are too dumb to spot an invisible guy. Mali is not. Uh, oh my god, that's another natural 20. I think this is no. making up for the skills challenge. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this is. This and is, I have a plus 6 on investigation. This is the yes. opposite, opposite of what you did in Psalm. This is good. You actually care about these people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you um, you get the idea that you should prob- there's a few houses you should probably check. Um, just from, like, you remember from when you used to live here that there were a few places where people congregated um, and a few places that had, like, cellars and, and things like that that might be good for protection. And the first place you find, um, you listen closely and you can hear a number of, like, hushed voices um, being like, You're like, you know there's at least half a dozen people in there, if not a lot more. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to enter. Um and like sort of stage whisper at them that uh it's 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 me, it's Fadan, I've returned. I I can lead you out of here. It's me! I'm a robot! Imagine that <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop, motherfuckers. Um uh yeah, you you hear some uh, you hear a familiar voice respond, uh, but whispered, um, Fadan! Is that really you? I, it, it sounds I like. I can't imagine anyone would attempt to impersonate someone that hasn't been here for a decade. Can you tell me, for flavor, who is someone you would have known from 10 years ago in the town? I'm going to assume it was my master's other apprentice. It sure is. Um, Phil. <laughs> it's Phil. It's Phil Buckwhistle. Phil Buckwhistle? We're not oh there. my god. Well, are you there? No, I was just adding some flavour. Okay. The Phil Buckwhistle? The Phil Buckwhistle? 
Of the buck whistles. Of the buck whistles. And then you hear like some like shuffling and like things moving around, like furniture being moved around and stuff. And then the door cracks open and um, you hear a whisper like, "Quick, get in, get in." All right, invisible, still invisible. Though. I'm gonna barge in. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna whisper, "It's me. I'm invisible." <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna think that's suspicious at all. Um, I'm going to have to see your face for darkness. They are going to be very confused. <laughs> I'm going to have to see your face for Dan, or, or tell me something about our master so I know it's really you. He died when wolves attacked, but I'm going to drop the invisibility anyway. What was his favourite frozen yoghurt? Frozen what? How would you freeze anyway? Come on. We need to get out of here. Um, I can cause a distraction, and then we can get out of town. Oh good, it was a trick question about the yogurt you passed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my style. Me, Phil Buckwistle. <laughs> Bloody hell, Phil, no wonder I left. <laughs> Alright, I'm I'm gonna go outside, and I'm gonna cause a distraction. Uh, which which part? Um, in the village, what's the fastest way out of town? Is it northeast, southwest? Um, hang on, let me bring up the world map. That sh- uh, sorry, the the Brugian map, um, which I did have a printed copy, but I've misplaced it. Uh, let's go to the uh, Eisen Wiki. Oh yeah. Anyone who wants to check that out is uh, Eisen.wikia.com. I've already got it up. That's Other links said. are available from Fate of Eisen website so weird uh, we also have merch available on redbubble for anyone who's nasty, uh, nasty? really if you know, yeah we really do yeah we do ah, have cool. merch what is the it the merch is actually pretty sick it's pretty wicked yeah I'm busy working on it right now as well um, so I'm bringing up the map of Bruss and squawk bar squawk and ank wank Theoman's tiny nuts was like a couple episodes ago <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, it's uh... We went from being the apple squatter to the nut squatter, then I approved this message. Um, maybe I don't have the Bruss map there. No, I'll have you... to check my Incarnate account. Oh, no, so it's from, from memory, um, Bruss is to got... the south of the oh, Great yeah. Brucian Wood. Uh, yeah, Br- the uh, Kingdom of Bruss is in the Kerem. middle of the continent. Kerem is to the south of the Great Brucian Wood. Um, uh, so the road out of town would be to the north, and since the mountains are towards the south, the mines are going to be sort of south of the town. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, south. There's a village quite far to southwest. There's a village quite far to the west called um, Mossy Hollow, or there's the Great Brugian Wood directly north. Mm. Or you can um, head so, northeast to Sorm. Yeah, I think I'd um, probably send them to Sorm because that place was also attacked, but we drove them out of there. Mm. That makes sense to me too. You've, you've you all need to hit the storm. Um, how far away are they from where we're hiding and looking? Uh, where are you guys hiding and looking? Well, we watched him run down. We got close enough, but we've got an ogre with us, so we're like... Okay, so you guys are sort of laying low on the outskirts of town? Yeah. Um, Can I... we see the building that he went in? Yeah, I'd say you saw where he went into. Because we oh, saw a door open. Oh, he, actually, he's invisible. You didn't see anything. No, but we do, saw a door open, right? Like, uh, I'll be kind and say, yes, you saw the door open. Um, so Malia's had her eyes pinned on that okay. part. And um, how far away is that? Uh, 60 feet away from you. Cool, so she's already got her crossbows loaded. Okay, and pointed at the door. Yeah. Waiting for survivors to come out for you so you can shoot them. <laughs> yes, no. Um, I mean more like... It's one of those sort of things where you're like this protector sniper, you know? So, like, you're waiting for the people to come out of the door so that if any shit goes down, you can, like, fire it, like... You can shoot them. The people that are, like, attacking them. I like the strategies. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, Okay, Fadan, roll a persuasion check to try and convince people to evacuate the town. You get the impression from uh, what Phil Buckwhistle tells you um, that they're... a lot also, of people. Phil Fuckwhistle, if you swap it, is Bill Fuckwhistle. <laughs> Which is what the ladies call him. Oh. Um, so there's lots of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's lots of people in this building. Um, he tells you that um, in the cellar beneath you, there's about 30 people. And you know that's a good 
chunk of the town right there. Alright, so I'm going to get them to um, basically lie low, and when they hear the ogres, um, when they when they hear a loud bang, and ogres sort of running away from the area of town that they're in, um, that they should escape towards towards Sorm. Okay. Did you roll a persuasion? Uh, and I will roll my persuasion check. Um, and, hmm. I've, I've got another natural 20, but I'm willing to uh, re-roll it because this is getting a bit silly. If it, if it was a 20 on the die, it's a 20 on the die, man. It, oh. it is definitely a 20 on the die. The fate's Rolled very carefully out of a hand onto, in, well, into a box of um, jelly belly beans. No, <laughs> no. So Marley nat 20 persuaded Graflet to come with you, and you nat 20 persuaded the villagers to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is like my fourth 20 of the night. So your plan for them I wouldn't is, be complaining is, about that. is to wait for a big signal <laughs> and then go, go, go? Basically, yeah. Okay. Do you have a plan in mind for what that signal will be? Yeah, it's gonna... Uh, I told them there will be a loud bang and a lot of yelling. You hear a message in your head, Fadan, Fadan, how's it going? Um, I have no way to respond to this. Uh, I think you can. Uh, or do I? I think you get to respond with... A few with words. message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear okay I'm gonna whisper uh, how, how much of a whisper are we talking a couple of words yeah not much um I'm gonna whisper back villagers here need distraction um evacuate northeast cool you just hear back in your head, got it, on it, ready when you are. Okay, um, I'm going to, um, after persuading them that that's what the plan is, head back towards the door. Um, I'm going to uh, reach out, um, form a grey mass around my hand and shove it back into myself. The grey mass is going to sort of cover my whole body and I'm going to look like an ogre. Um, a short ogre. Why a short ogre? Because he's short. I can't really alter my height very much with the spell, but I can alter my appearance. Is this a Star Wars reference? You're too short to be an ogre. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very good. Um, So, and then I'm going to slip out of the door um, and run off to the other side of the town as an ogre. Um, Hopefully, like, sort of avoiding the main masses of other things that are looting or pillaging okay roll a deception check for me just to see how convincing you are as a fake ogre uh, good i have um you know plus zero to that so let's see how this goes uh 10 yeah you, you passable um your performance isn't that great can i see him as he runs uh yes you can see a short ogre leaving the building excellent so i assume that's a part of fadan's plan for what he messaged back to me Anybody who looks suspiciously at him, I try and take out with my crossbow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. From your vantage point, you, you can't tell if anyone's looking at him or not. Okay, go. Spoon has been behind Marley the whole time. Just checking. I'm, I'm passing on the information that I'm getting from Fadan. I'm yeah. like, he's found the people and he's, he's doing something about evacuating them. So we're just kind of waiting for him. Spoon nods nods aggressively and shakes like a dog that needs a walk so um since i want them to presumably go back towards the mine towards the south away from where the people need to evacuate i'm going to head sort of back towards where the road up to the mine goes um and i'm assuming that the smithy is somewhere near there uh yes it is and so that's kind of the direction where your group is waiting for you anyway cool um while i'm going i'm gonna say they're shooting! They're shooting from the mine! They're coming from the mine! More traitors! Graflet looks offended at your approach. At your ogreish approach. <laughs> As yeah. essentially, did he just do of... blackface yeah. for ogres? Van, <laughs> for what are your thoughts seeing this small ogre approach you? Van uh, 4 has no interest in killing small things. <laughs> um, he looks at it with a fairly clear boredom and sort of 
kind of like kind of raises his axe um, and and sort of makes a half-hearted charge but more of like a bugger off and get your dad you know <laughs> um, okay Fadan you have Banford charging at you sort of Fadan's going to um, drop the illusion turn around and cast lightning bolt on the smithy okay I won't get you to roll the attack because it's a building. It's pretty hard to miss. Actually, roll the attack. Yep, fair enough. You never know when it's going to be a that one. Um, It is, in fact, a nat uh, 8, so 14. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's fine. It's a house. It's pretty easy to hit. Um, Mm. You hit the side of this building with a lightning bolt and just, like... um, hits with this like crack sound uh, and this loud echo um, emanates throughout the town and you can you you can feel in the air as like all the attention of all these creatures turns in one direction I'm going to do my best to yell out come and get me you bastards and then I'm going to cast invisibility on myself again (coughs) nice you're using up a lot of slots Yep, I now have no second level spells yet left, or and no third level spells left. <laughs> but I'm protecting my people. Okay. Molly goes, oh shit, because she realized Fadan's gonna run everybody towards us. Yep, so um, you feel the ground start to shake as dozens of ogres and well over a hundred Grimlocks and a handful of hellhounds all start charging in your general direction. It's like a tidal wave of well, a tsunami of underground creatures. Fadan's um Fadan's gonna basically, as while invisible, sort of call out to them and call out to everybody else and say, Take off to the east for God's sake. Assuming that any of us know which direction east is late at night in unfamiliar territory. <laughs> yeah, we probably wouldn't. Uh... Well, considering you've just come out the northern face of a mountain, you might have some idea. Yeah, okay, because Mo- yeah. Molly would be sitting there going, Never eat fo- soggy wheatpicks. Never eat foggy Never eat foggy <laughs> <laughs> And we would be like, That way? <laughs> I feel like that's quite a long time she would have been standing there trying to figure that out like <laughs> is Fadan already running uh, Fadan is both invisible and running yeah <laughs> after after sort of you know running up to you and sort of yelling at while invisible Trestlespoon is also trying to figure out what where the compass is by doing the physical things and putting one arm forward and then crossing his other arm <laughs> over it and trying to remember which one the ass is um <laughs> Is the cart still behind me? Like, it just... Uh, you, you guys left the cart in the mine, obviously. It didn't come out of the mine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, the cart's right there. Yeah, no, it's probably, it's probably back We're where we met him. We're going down this mountain! <laughs> um, um, going with the flow and following everyone down the mountain. Yeah, where I'm... I'm like, oh, shit! <laughs> and I just... <laughs> fucking start dashing. Okay. I use all of my movements to run as fast as I can. Spoon, who I'm assuming so that much. none of you were like actually visible at the time that I yelled that and cast a lightning bolt and taunted we stood up, we stood an up army. To, we stood up to see who was coming. Banffor started charging at you. Spoon was definitely standing behind me. Uh-huh. We're all very visible. Uh-huh. Mm. But, you, and now but there's two things that's going on. It's night time uh-huh. And while you were in sort of a vantage point, you know, you're, you're sort of in the bush off to the side of the, off to the side of the road, looking down at the town with a vantage point. That is true. I would probably, knowing that the mines aren't far, like pretty much right behind me, be running for the safety of the mines. Grefflet is fully on board with that decision. Yeah. He's like, to the mines, quick! To the mines! I, I, I literally 
hook trestle spoon under my arm as I walk, past, like as I run past, and I'm just you're running back up the hill, boosting to the mountain face. I'm what? just boosting to get out of out of here. How aggressive are the physical vibrations of the earth? Uh, pretty pretty strong, like a like like there is an army right on your tail. Enough yeah. to bring <laughs> trestle spoon's hat down over his eyes. I think so. Yes, <laughs> your hat slips down to your eyes. That's that's why Marley grabbed you because yeah. you were you were both with your arms crossed in front yeah. of you trying to figure out what the S is and then couldn't see. Uh-huh. Marley's like, we're going. No, this way's east, I think. Wait, so you're going into the mines or are you going east? No, 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 no. We're going into the mines. Okay. I don't know which way east. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so Banfor's got a choice because Marley went, I'm not running east because that's down the mountain into where everybody is. I'm running back up to where nobody is to hide. Mm-hmm. Well, to, to, to be fair, north is where everybody's coming from now. Yeah. So I'm running south away from it, directly away yeah. from it. All. Okay, so to paint the picture, you guys are now fleeing back into the mine you just came out of. Um, a distraction has been set to remove the danger, the immediate danger from the villagers to allow them an escape window so they can go northeast to Saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you guys are fleeing, you do notice like a huge group of humans piling out of a building and heading in a direction that you can presume might, might be northeast. Uh-huh. Trestle Spoon has no fucking clue. I can't see. <laughs> I can't see! <laughs> Like, not now, Trace! I'm still running with you under my arm. <laughs> I don't know what Bamfor's doing. What are you doing, Bam? Mm, I um Bamfor is currently trying to wrestle the hat off of uh Trestle Spoon's head. Um, well, uh, that must mean you're running beside me then. Yes. Yeah, okay. With the group, with the team. Um, but all that's happened is because it's so well stuck, I've just sort of picked up Trestle Spoon by the hat. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, good, and then I'm like boosting in front of the two of you further. I'm, I'm swinging on Bamfor's arm like an old sack of potatoes. <laughs> and Graflet is coming up the rear. Um, poor choice of words. <laughs> He's bringing up the rear, going, "You're a weird bunch." <laughs> <laughs> Get on board, Graflet. We're looking for a new person. We left the other one down there somewhere. <laughs> Trestlespoon <laughs> gives a thumbs up to no one because he still can't see. <laughs> so we reach the, the... Yeah, you guys enter the mines. Cool. I'm just looking for like a big rock to hide behind or something. What, what about your wizard friend? I'm like, I don't know, man. That guy's on his own. He ran. Like, he did not tell us what he was up to. <laughs> There's a lot of people behind that dude right now. <laughs> and I still haven't had my rest. I've got, like, no slots. Um, cool. So, that's the end of the episode. Huh. <laughs> Is it? And the next one... So that that's... Uh, see you later to Fadar and the wizard for now. Oh, yeah. can, we get a, can we get a cut back or something? What an ambiguous ending. I was going to say, and the next episode will begin with a skills challenge to get through the mines. With an army on your tail. Oh, shit. Interesting. So we have to run back through the mines that we just came through. I did. I did just basically encourage the whole army to chase traitors into the mine, <laughs> and we decided to run into the mine. The mine. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I was not paying attention. Between a rock and a dumb place. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't run down the mountain. I would have run smack bang into them. Yeah, I mean, you said it with such confidence that we all believed you. Yeah, and that's never got us into trouble. Well, you said they were. You said they were already running up the mountain. So I was like, "Well, up the mountain we go then." <laughs> like, I, oh, I took off and uh, skirted off to oh, the. Don't worry um, about it. Skirted off to the east, east along yeah, the side of the mountain instead of directly back into the mine. So, uh, but that—that's the situation we have. Um, and we, to close off the episode, we'll get a little cutscene of Fadan uh, leading his people somewhere, Moses-style. Let my people go. With with his buddy Phil Buckwhistle at his side. <laughs> Bill Fuckwhistle. <laughs> Cut to a few days later, um, they have uh, travelled um, out in the open 
Um, and there's they've, they've gathered survivors as they go, like a few people who fled early, but sort of stopped um, a few miles out of the town. And so, like, you've got a group of, like, 60-odd people now, and you are their leader, de facto. Um, and you arrive in the town of Sorm with all of these refugees. Sorm, uh, there's still visible damage from however many days ago that was. Um, take us away with a little scene of you leading your people into Sorm. All right. Um, no, knowing that refugees are basically welcome nowhere... Um, I'm going to just lead them directly into the middle of town and say we didn't kill a troll this time and hope hope that uh, the mayor is going to not be dead from the attack and look kindly on my return one of the lumberjacks that you um, convinced to go look for the troll body last time you were here um, greets you and remembers you and is like um, hero is uh Heroes are always welcome here. I'm, g- I'm going to look to um, find accommodations for the the refugees of the former town of Kerim. And, um, and that's the end of the episode. Yay! 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 Thank you, Alex Wright. Thank you, Alex Ryder. Right, Robinson. Alex White Rubbishman. <laughs> Good night. Good, Good night, night all. Good night. Well, we'll see Fadan again another time, but uh, his arc for now is, uh, is done. Thanks, Alex. It's been Pleasure fun. to be with you, mate. It was an absolute blast. Thank you all for the company and uh, for my first experience of DD. Yay! Well, you did great. You arguably are better than all of us. <laughs> Goodbye. Considering I just need to tell Josh how to use his character sheet again. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm gone. What a hero. Fadan saved the town of Kerim but basically screwed the squadeth. Yeah, good luck with that army of ogres who are chasing you back into the mines, geniuses. Well done, everyone. Great plan. The role-playing podcast community is bursting with awesome, welcoming people who share and promote each other's work. Last week, we gave you a sneak peek at our friends from D&D Raw and Flintlocks and Fireballs. This week, here are two more fantastic shows, Me, My Spouse, and a Die, and... Hexgrid Heroes. Welcome to the land of Moir, home to the city-states of Stagpine, Elystria, and the Dwarven One. These are some of the places you will get to visit and explore alongside Octavia Marguerite Sinclair on Me, My Spouse, and a Die. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where a husband and wife sit down to play a custom campaign one-on-one. Released weekly every Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at andadiepodcast. Head on over to me, my spouse, and and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Hope you don't magic miss us. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Hi, I'm Professor Oak. Some people call me the Pokemon Professor, and I have a few people I'd like to introduce to you. Hi there. My name is Cory, and I'm about to embark on my Pokemon journey. With my childhood friend Pidgey, I think I'm ready to find out what happened to my mom all those years ago. I have spent years in the shadow of my father, leader of the Viridian City Gym and Pokemon Champion Blue. But I am now ready to forge my own destiny. My name is Azul, and I will become the world's greatest Pokemon Master. Hey, twerps. Jamie, the future leader of Team Rocket here. My parents tried so hard for world domination, but now it's my turn to pick up where they left off. With my Pokemon by my side, no one can stop me or stand in my way. <laughs> hey, hey, Cory, Azul. Wait, wait, you can't leave me. My minions, your leader is here, hold on. Welcome to Pokemon Say Ciao.
And don't forget to email us on fateofison at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at fateofison. Just to say hi. Just say hi. Just be like, I looked them up and I said hi. Job well done. I think they got the point. My point was hi. We like that kind of stuff. Alrighty. Thanks, everyone. Stay cool.